Hi, and welcome to the Female Health Podcast. My name is Mary Jo McGuire, owner of MJ Nutrition. I have a degree and master's in nutritional science, and I'm studying to be a nutritional therapist also. I work with women every day who want to lose weight, improve their relationship with food, hack their hormones, regulate their cycle, restore their periods, learn about nutrition for hormonal balance, help women come off the pill, and lots more. This podcast will be a place to talk about all things female health related, from periods, the pill, weight loss, diets, fertility, acne, PMS, and lots, lots more. I hope this platform to be educational and empowering so women can take charge of their health, their hormones, so they can feel and look their best at all stages. Hi and welcome to another episode of the Female Health Podcast. On this week's episode, I'm joined again, actually, by uh, Jenny. So Jenny is a nutritionist. Uh, we had her on on last season uh, talking about hypothalamic amenorrhea and the pill, post-pill and acne, which was a really, really good episode. But this time she is actually joining me in a different capacity. So she is a co-founder with a brand new supplement company in Ireland called Your Wellness Collective. Um, so I'm really like I'm not going to go into too much in terms of introduction I'm going to let Jenny introduce um the business uh what what, you know uh what it does why you set up etc um but thank you so much Jenny for joining and coming on today thanks so much for having me I'm delighted to be back I really enjoyed our (laughs) chats the last time yeah it was Um, a really good episode (laughs) yeah um yeah thank you so much for having us so yeah your wellness collective is a health and lifestyle brand and um, we're specializing in personalized supplements so we're a team of registered nutritionists who have hand selected what we believe to be the highest quality supplements on the market so it kind of takes that you know guessing out of am I getting the right ones where I'm buying them is that right like what should I be doing um, and then also our like one of our core offering is our personalized supplement plan so there's a huge amount of you'll understand this as well from your own practice MJ like people don't understand exactly what they need to be taking they're just they might see oh my friend is taking this supplement and she said it was particularly good and I you know just kind of started taking it I saw it was in you know on my Instagram and you know that sort of thing so we really felt so um from working with clients on a one-to-one basis that there are instances where they may not need like a full, you know, nutrition consultation, you know, they might not have very significant health concerns that they need, you know, multiple consultations to work through, like we, myself and yourself would do in our private practices, but they still need that little bit of guidance in terms of supplements. So the supplements that could really support them, but they don't really know where to start or how to go about getting it in, finding out what it is that they need. So, um, you can go on to your Rana's Collective and you essentially fill out, it's in a quiz format, it's a consultation form. You tell us about your health goals, your um, what, what your kind of symptoms you're suffering with. So you tell us a bit about your menstrual cycle, how active you are, your stress levels, your sleep, like all of the things that we really need um, to make a personalized plan for you. So we would take into consideration if you're taking any med- medications to make sure that there's no um, you know interactions that are potentially going to happen because with good quality supplements they're they're very they're strong and they you know we want them to have an impact on the body but we have to make sure that they're at a safe dose yeah. and safe in terms of your lifestyle your what's going on in your health 
So they're the like really important factors that we need to know so we can make a really informed, like personalized supplement plan. So yeah, so that's it in a nutshell. Um, essentially the service ends up working out as kind of complimentary because you pay a 40 euro fee, but it's completely redeemable yeah. um, against products. So, you know, I might say MJ, you definitely need a vitamin C, a magnesium and, you know, a, a vitamin D. You definitely don't need that this time of year when you're living in Portugal, but for the most Irish people yeah. definitely need a vitamin D this time of year. Um, and then you can go on and, you know, get your, get your recommended supplements. So yeah, it was really born out of, our own personal yeah. experience with clients and I suppose then the other side of it being really frustrating for clients when we link them you know four or five different websites or tell them to go to nourish or whatever yeah. for these different products and we also know that like the likelihood of a client going to four different places to get four different brands yeah. are probably slim so it yeah. helps with the compliance side of things as well to know that everything they need is under one roof and they're good quality and you can trust them exactly and like I think there's so many benefits to it like from my point of view as a nutritionist knowing that these are you know brands that are uh, brought together by nutritionists registered nutritionists that you know what you're talking about uh, you know that like like you said the interactions between different ingredients are so important uh with your own medication or other supplements your other your other health issues uh, all that needs to be taken into consideration and just being on instagram and seeing like somebody taking x supplement doesn't mean that you need to take it or need to take that brand or that dose and then as well it's so great to have one place just to say that you can go here and get them because again like you I was sending them to nourish and like the local health shop here to get like a good omega-3 and a good vitamin d and all of that and it's great to just have that in one house now one shop which is brilliant um because yeah like there is a role for supplements um you know inner health and like there's really a plan that I will give where there isn't at least one or two supplements you know because um they do they are an add-on to an overall health plan and okay. to help people accelerate and move a little bit faster in the direction of their goals I guess uh, it can just repump or reboost their system with what they need um it doesn't mean they need it forever but it just might be for a short term exactly so maybe long term um but yeah no it's definitely a brilliant concept and I for one I'm delighted that it's there now to be able to send and I send all my clients there um so with regards to supplements then and like getting into um you know, people get so confused with supplements and I totally understand even myself. Mm. Sometimes I'll be on, I'm like, Oh, do I actually need that? And like, so like, I don't know about you, but like on Instagram, people will be sending me, Oh, is this good? Or is this good? Or whatever. And there's so many different brands and formulations out there that no wonder people get confused. Like what should be, what should people look for when it comes to supplement and, and their needs? Like what kind of areas can it fill a gap with? Yeah, and I mean, it's actually, like like you said, it's totally understandable how confused consumers are because we're kind of bombarded with so many different types of products and there's such a varying degree in quality when it comes to supplements. And good quality supplements, generally speaking, there are a few exceptions, they cost, like they're, they're yeah. more expensive. So I suppose the, the other side of that is that you know, if you're spending your money on kind of like cheaper supplements, they're probably not going to have a huge effect in your body and on your health yeah. goals. So it's probably a bit of a waste of money. So like that's the other side of it is that, yes, you might be spending a little bit more on the supplement, but A, you might not need it for 
mm-hmm. as long and be it will actually have the impact that you're looking for it to have so I mean some exceptions that would be like you can generally get a good quality vitamin d that's relatively cheap that's because it's relatively cheap to produce um but then other supplements you know like your omega-3 like you mentioned like you need a good quality omega-3 and they are expensive you know yeah. you're you're going to be looking at you know about 30 euro a month for a yeah. good um a good quality omega-3 and that's because you know you're not going to get fillers and all of these kind of cheaper oils filling out and bulking out the product um so yeah and I don't even know if I'd know where to start in terms of giving like broad kind of guidelines when you would how to select a product and like you know I've had friends of mine saying well how do I know if it's a good quality like multivit or good quality magnesium it, it's hard so like we obviously learn the like form so like what the nutrient is bound to so like magnesium yeah. bound to glycinate would be a really good quality but then like a magnesium oxide would be less good quality because it's not as absorbable in our body but like we've we've spent months and years like learning these things so I wouldn't expect the general population to yeah. understand that as well so there's a certain amount of it that is kind of unfair so that's the kind of premise in that you know when yourself were a company like your own select recommend supplements at least you have that peace of mind in knowing yeah. but in terms of kind of while we definitely do like to take a more personalized approach to supplementation like across the board if you're not suffering with any you know significant kind of health problems uh, and you just kind of want to do a coverall basis you know a good quality multivit is a good place to start and um, it kind of acts as a bit of an insurance policy. You know, you're getting all of your kind of core um, minerals, vitamins. Um, and I think as well, then just a lot of women of childbearing age, they generally aren't taking, well, some are taking a multivit, but it is important to be taking one that has folate in it because we are, that is a, like a government recommendation that all women of childbearing age are taking folic acid or folate and um, folate being just a slightly more absorbable version of folic acid. Um, and then like certain times of year, obviously I reference vitamin D is so important. Like every single man, woman and child in Ireland, in the Northern Hemisphere, the UK should be taking a vitamin D from about October through to March and um, and that's just because the vitamin D we synthesize it through our skin from sunlight and we don't get that level of sunlight and the sunlight that we do get isn't strong enough for our body to actually create that um vitamin D and we know how important vitamin D is it got so much press over COVID for its ability and its role yeah. in immunity and um, but then also it has such an important role in terms of fertility and um, our menstrual health uh, yeah. bone health like the list kind of goes on and yeah. you can check your vitamin d levels and um, either via blood, blood test via your gp or there are great companies like sarah screen that you can do like an at-home testing kit and from my experience anyway from working with clients my clients would generally be like female health focused you know they're obviously coming from a position where they're experiencing some sort of challenge with their hormones and when they test their vitamin d nine times out of ten it's pretty low like i had a client and she got her test last weekend it was 11 and like the upper range is like 150 so it's a very cheap test to do it's about 30 euro so i would recommend that as a kind of a starting point and if you take nothing else this time of year a vitamin d is your is your one to go with 
Yeah, 100%. A few things you said there, I think, um, going back to the very beginning where you mentioned like the cheaper supplements and like I would be totally agreement with that. Like, and even without knowing everything that I know about nutrition, like it just, you know, why is something five euro versus maybe 30 euro and like um, something like you can get supplements now in Little and Aldi, even think pennies do them and um, like supplements are nearly everywhere you go, but there has to be a, you know, quality. Um, yeah. Rooms, there has to be and like you know you're getting a bigger bang for your buck I guess when you do spend a bit more and um, you're getting more absorption levels more a uh, more higher dose of it um, and yeah your your body's actually able to utilize that because a lot of the ingredients are probably really synthetic in mm-hmm. the other forms which your body actually doesn't recognize and won't be able to utilize that so it's really pointless um, and exactly. And it could actually be, well, I wouldn't say causing more harm, but like probably just blocking up the system, maybe like, you know, it's just not doing any favors, really. Yeah. Harm in terms of it, just on your bank account, (laughs) just, you know, for no reason. Yeah. And then all the additives and uh, synthetic fillers and things like that are uh, like the less of that you can get, the better. So um, that's one really good point. And just like because people do ask that a lot, like, oh, can I just get this in Little and Aldi? And like, it's not me trying to add more expense and like yourself. I'm sure you're not doing that either. It is just like we want you to get the best quality and like take it for a short term then to and and, um, see the benefits of that more than you would with like a multivitamin from you know a cheaper brand um yeah and yeah absolutely like vitamin d is the one like across the board like for everyone to take at this time of year and um i do like it's crazy like the levels that you would see on blood tests so like it is a good place to start like because um you know you don't you don't want to you want to be getting like you you can then personalize your dose based on um what your exactly. levels are like which is really important because you could be taking maybe the minimum dose um 25 micrograms in it like but that may yeah. be not enough for you like someone who's on 11 on their bloods would definitely need more than that like to exactly. get the, the healthy range yeah and like even with we're obviously used to going in with uh, you know as a nutritional therapist we would go in with you know um a therapeutic dose so if somebody is like chronically low like that there are you know protocols in terms of like okay we'll actually go in with like 20 sprays a day for like two weeks and then we bring it back down to like a more normal routinely kind of daily dose um but that's the kind of insight I suppose you won't get if you're just trying to do it yourself um but then the other like and the other one I suppose that I would always test before vitamin D is I mean you could definitely go in with a, a kind of safe daily dose of your thousand microns or whatever um and not test but if you're kind of going for a more therapeutic dose I definitely would see and um, the benefit in testing the other one is is iron I wouldn't just go in with an iron supplement unless you have tested the levels and your iron levels are something that are very routine routinely included as part of a blood test so um like there are negative side effects in terms of you know having too much iron in your system your body will will store it and yeah. you'll get the negative side effects of having too much iron and then you also have like the digestive kind of side of things that comes yeah. with iron and supplementation so I think like anyone who has you know maybe been anemic or you know low iron during pregnancy or postpartum or you know if they have heavy periods and you know they lose a lot of blood every month they will if you for women or people who are used to taking an iron supplement they will kind of say oh I it really doesn't make me feel great because traditionally iron supplements are very harsh in your digestion and yeah. um, 
and there are there are some great brands and great technology have, have has come around that really alleviate some of those mm. gastrointestinal kind of symptoms but yeah iron is another one I would kind of just see what your levels are at first before yeah. going in just to kind of ad hoc supplementation yeah and that's great so when people come to you do you like do they have do they input any blood results or is it something you ask or how does that work so the way we would kind of um so they would kind of indicate what their symptoms are and before we would as far as say for example if we take iron we would ask them have you had a blood test and if they want to send it to us they're more than welcome to do that and also one of the questions on our consultation form is has your doctor recommended iron so you know in the past that we kind of can see does your body have a kind of a tendency to need that extra bit of iron but you know yourself like if someone is saying to me I'm having really heavy periods I'm exhausted all the time I don't eat red meat I'm, I'm going to say to them you you probably do need an iron supplement our recommendation will be just to get blood tests if you haven't had them done but this is the brand that we would recommend um and like that's kind of how we would structure a lot of our recommendations like we might include four supplement recommendations based on everything that you've told us but we'll say like these are the top two we'll like list them in order of priority because that might not suit their budget to get all four of them or they might say I'll start out with this see how I feel and then kind of progress on to the other ones if I feel I need them yeah so it's not about just as much as possible you know it's yeah yeah and that's so like that's in another one as well like you don't need a low really you shouldn't really need a low like sometimes like you said like in nutritional therapy setting you may at the beginning just to kind Mm -hmm. of if you're coming from a point like you need a replenishment a reboost kind of thing but that shouldn't last forever like you don't if you're getting a wide berry diet like we will kind of touch on that in a minute as well like this isn't to take away from nutrition because that's really the most important thing but it's just on on another level kind of to help you and like you said just during the winter months everyone should be on the vitamin d if you are like say you know there's particular instances particularly with vegetarian and vegan diets so it may need more support and like PCOS, you need that extra bit of support with the nozzatol and your magnesium uh, pms period pain that extra bit of support can really help you so there is instances where these supplements can just be really really helpful in just giving you that extra bit of uh, boost support and moving you away from where you like your your current level of maybe not desirable health I guess totally and everything you've just said there that's just the the targeted element of supplementation so you're going in with a specific problem when you are using supplements that have been shown in research to benefit that problem so inositol being a fantastic one for PCOS like it's it literally has so much research on it and has proved time and time again to be so effective so that's the very targeted approach that supplementation should be used in yeah absolutely and like that's that that that's what I love about this and like again that's what I love about someone getting supplements going to work with someone not just like deciding off their own bat and I think that supplements have become very normalized and mm-hmm. um, in a way and like not in a good way to the point that like everyone is taking supplements but like that aren't needed for them for example because literally you just go on to Instagram and say oh I'm taking this for my bloating or I'm taking this whatever but why are they bloated and all that kind of other thing comes into the equation like so exactly. you know there's like that's just kind of like another band-aid pill solution really you know whereas the targeted benefits of supplements are to kind of just kind of boost the levels that are needed um but you don't need to be taken like literally every box of supplements that is out there which is kind of the approach a lot of um well not not a lot of people but just like what's kind of the normalization of supplements can can give that kind of um idea to 
Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's the other thing that we are, because myself and Lisa are nutritionists, we, like if we, if we get a consultation form for, for someone who's, you know, after doing a personalized supplement plan and you could really see that, you know, they have really bad gut issues or, you know, they're, their thyroid or their menstrual cycle is really causing the symptoms that they're experiencing no amount of supplements is really going to like actually fix it in the long term so we will say like we can absolutely recommend supplements for you but to get the benefit and to actually see your symptoms subside we would recommend actually treating the root cause so you you may need to work with a nutritionist for that so we will absolutely just reference that to them and, and give them the information and they can then do what they choose with that information and then they'll of course still have the supplements that we would recommend if they choose not to kind of go with that further support but I think like it's kind of just in us to be like oh no this is such a root cause that needs to be treated and sometimes it's it's really hard to ignore that but if if someone's just saying oh I'm after being on a course of antibiotics and we say okay let's just go in with a you know a good quality high strength multi-strain probiotic to repopulate your gut so there are instances where it's a more it's a much more light touch approach and that's where your wellness factor really comes in yeah it doesn't sure. it doesn't get rid of like the nutritional therapy needs at all or the nutritionist kind of approach yeah and that's that's great to hear as well like and I suppose like basically for anyone listening here I suppose they're getting that what we're trying to say is nutrition is always going to be the most important place to get all your nutrients but um there is just those instances where you might need that extra bit of support with supplements and that's what they can offer and uh, but not to say that like all your iron should come from iron supplements you can get iron from the foods like your mm-hmm. red meat or your green leafy vegetables and um, so just having that kind of very diet is still something that we're not um saying you don't do but no <laughs> really important definitely not um, so I think we kind of covered most essential supplements there. Obviously, like we can't go into, um, you know, specifics or personalization on, on a broad level like this, but like your vitamin D and then there's specific instances, like you mentioned, like your nostril for PCOS. That's one I'd probably recommend across the board. Iron, like if you've got like heavy periods, fatigue, uh, if it's, you know, being con- something that you've suffered with, with anemia, things like that. Um, if then like, like one you mentioned there as well was folate for, um, women of childbearing age and like you were planning maybe to conceive as well but like like you said if you're not as well this would be something that you're probably on just in case yeah well especially if you're not on like a contraception or if you're you know actively um having sex or whatever it might be something just to be wary of yeah absolutely women wouldn't think of that and like I'll be honest like it's not something I even think about myself sometimes that I should like you know I know it's it is it's it's hard to like think of everything but I think even you touched on there like on the pill so like there are certain instances where it kind of will say oh you know it's probably good to go in with a multi and the pill would be an instance where I would definitely say that so we, we have seen in research that the pill has been shown to deplete certain nutrients from the body so the key ones being your b vitamins which are really important to help you get your energy from food um, and could be we don't know but could be part of the reason why a lot of women feel very lethargic or flat while on the pill and selenium and zinc are another two key minerals that are the body is depleted of when you are on the pill and from my practice I do think that the the depletion in zinc and then when when women come off the pill it can take some women you know obviously quite a while to get their cycle back and I do think zinc has a big part to play in that so that was is always a supplement that I will go in with like a zinc piclinate really good quality 
zinc yeah. after uh, someone has come off the pill and if they ha- if their cycle hasn't returned. So it's just it's good to be mindful of these things, I think. Um, and then the other side of it is that there has been research to show that the pill does upset negatively upset the gut microbiome. So you know potentially going in with a course of probiotics. Yeah. Um, is also something that I would consider. So probiotics, I'd always recommend kind of doing 12 weeks or three months worth of it. And um, because that's all of the research has been carried out in those kind of timelines in the clinical setting. So yeah, yeah give it a kind of a good, decent yeah. space of time. So if someone is on the pill, like, would you say while they're on the pill to take a multivitamin or do you kind of recommend that like, only if they're say thinking of coming off it is it something you'd say just to keep their baseline levels up or even like optimal while they're on it yeah I I, I would generally and um, ideally I would have have because you are being depleted of those nutrients so yeah why not give yourself the extra boost that you actually need um and then absolutely like so if, if a client comes to me um and is saying you know I'm getting ready to come off the pill you know they could say you know I had acne before I went on or what how do I set myself up for coming off the pill I'll say okay well let's start like three months before you finish taking it and let's go in with um let's support the gut let's give a good um probiotic a multi that's covering all those kind of needs you're getting your folate you're getting your zinc you're getting your b vitamins and then when you come off the pill let's see then what the kind of what how things are going has your cycle come back is your acne prevalent and if it is okay let's then support it with potentially something like dim and that is really good at clearing excess kind of hormone from the body Um, and then depending if your skin is very dry we might go in with an omega-3 or if you're not eating oily fish that's kind of another general one that I'd be happy enough to say Irish people we live in an island but we don't tend to eat a lot of oily fish so I don't yeah it's, and, and I mean I'm sure part of it is down to like a habit and then other part of it is that people just don't like salmon and sardines and anchovies so if you are somebody that doesn't like those foods I would say definitely go in with an omega-3 supplement it's amazing for your skin amazing for your hormones um, and just really good at promoting anti-inflammatory properties in the body yeah yeah it's an all-rounder really like and it can help with gut health as well and all of that so there's so many benefits to it uh but yeah no it's just really good to know that I like think like it'd be so amazing if women went into a doctor when they were prescribed the pill to be told go and get your multivitamin now because like it, it the research is there it does deplete those nutrients and like if it could make your transition or your period time off the pill then so much easier uh, because it's that period of time that is a big struggle for women. It's not even the post three months. It's like after that, nearly the three to three to six months afterwards that it's yes. a little bit more challenging and turbulent um, mm-hmm. and where the kind of issues can come out. Um, and that and even if you didn't have issues before the pill, it can nearly arise as well. So maybe- yeah, I've experienced that. <laughs> yeah. um, but no, I have actually heard um, that you were saying around it would be great if we left the kind of GP's office and got like a list of oh go get your multi and go get your omega-3 I think that happens in Australia I could be wrong but I've been told it so I was just like wow that is amazing yeah (laughs) yeah yeah no um unfortunately at the moment that isn't the case and look we won't get into a debate or a chat about doctors and GPs (laughs) and um pills and things like that because that's just a little you know annoying some mine <laughs> that it's given for everything but it is uh, good to know that there is things that you can do while you're on the pill I think to support and replenish your nutrient levels and things like that because um 
yeah, like a lot of women feel flat on the pill, their libido is completely gone. A lot could be due down due to their energy levels. A lack of zinc in the body. Zinc is so mm-hmm. important for your libido, for your boosting that testosterone level, and um, mm-hmm. and all of that kind of thing. So yeah, definitely, and um, that's some, something worth noting. And um, then like things like you mentioned, their acne, like the gym can be really good for a short period of time and um, to help it like lowers the androgens. And um, so like gym is a really potent supplement isn't it so it needs to be kind of taken with caution and again like it's in every it's in not in everything but there's there is a brand out there that has it in a lot of um formulations and it's just prescribed to everyone and yes don't think that's the best approach would you agree yeah um I actually had quite a lot of conversations about this um off the back of another podcast but Okay. So dim is it, it is a very potent ingredient, um, especially when it's taken by itself. So if you're taking like a good quality, like say the ones that we stock are like Nutrivance and Biovia, they're both really high quality dim products, and they are not recommended to be taken while you're on the contraceptive pill because they're both processed in the liver. And if you're like essentially what dim is doing, it's increasing the rate of um, it, like at which toxins are processed in the liver. So if you're doing that, it's not only going to impact the toxins and the hormones that you want to get rid, rid of, it's also going to have an impact or potentially have an impact on your medications like the pill. So we don't want that pill to be excreted too quickly because then it's not going to have its benefit at, in terms of contraceptive. And that's obviously dangerous in terms of, you know, if you're taking it to prevent a pregnancy. But um, so that's the reason why all of the the manufacturers that we work with recommend not taking dim with the pill. Yeah. Um, and then the other thing with dim is that it is potent and it is working on the liver and it can be quite taxing on the liver. So we would generally not recommend it to be taken any longer than kind of three, four, five months, depending on the particular client, but also to take it in conjunction with milk thistle, which is really good at supporting the liver. So it's your kind of putting a little bit of stress on the liver for a short period of time, but you're also supporting that process at the same time. And so that's something I see a huge amount, even like obviously every single person who purchases on your wellness collective won't be doing a personal supplement plan. Like the offer is there, but some people will naturally just go on and and purchase their products. And, and what I see a huge amount of the time is people buying dim and not buying milk thistle. So it's, yeah, so they have obviously heard somewhere that dim is amazing for Skin. acne or for high estrogen or, you know, these kind of like hormonal issues. Um, but then in the same thread, it, milk thistle isn't mentioned. So I suppose that's the layer in terms of like a nutritionist or a nutritional therapist's perspective on it that you might not get when you just go and do research on the Internet. Yeah, yeah, I think that's so, so important because it's not something to be taken willy-nilly, basically, and especially if you're on other medication or other contraception, um, it could be like having negative effects or like side effects of that. Um, so I just thought I'd mention that because there is some brands that it's found in um, and it's given out on a very general level and it's just something to be aware of. Uh, and like you, it's really kind of it's quite like it's nearly like a medication kind of supplement isn't it it's nearly needed just if you've got bad acne or bad skin mm-hmm. um, or maybe like a lot of like high estrogen symptoms and again it's a short-term fix and it's not even getting to the solution I guess but it is great for maybe remedying those symptoms for that time and you're still working as well on the underlying root issue of why 
you've got high estrogen and things like that as well with maybe your nutrition as well so um i do I probably would say like dim is recommended alongside nutritional uh, support too oh totally yeah no and like the other brand like there is that um the one brand that has the dim in it i think that you're referring to is the skin acumax acumax yeah yeah so off the back i was telling you off the back of a conversation i had previously you know people were saying oh, i'm taking like skin acumax i was never told i'm also taking the pill like i thought it was safe but so i did a bit of research on it so the level of dim in a dose like i think the dose is one capsule of acumax is yeah. pretty low so okay. i'd say the chance statistically of it having an impact on a contraceptive is very low but in my experience when clients come to me having worked with you know I don't know like a a shop or something that has recommended this skin Max product they're recommending you know three four five capsules for three or four months and at that point you're far exceeding the dose so at that point that's when I would say I would be cautious if I was me I would be cautious um because we know that dim generally shouldn't be taken with the pill because it has the potential to impact its efficacy um like a lot of areas of women's health we don't have specific clinical trials but we have in terms of like dim and the contraceptive pill and um, but we do have dim tested so we have we understand its mechanism in the body yeah, exactly. so you know it's kind of like putting two and two together and getting four yeah. um so i just think because the nature of taking the pill is obviously so personal and so sensitive and there's a very significant reason why a lot of people are taking it and um, it's it's worth at least women being informed about it yeah. Yeah, 100%. And uh, no, I think it's good that we covered that as well. Um, another area that's really important with supplements, and um, we kind of touched on a few of them there, but around uh, pregnancy and trying to conceive, or even when you even say you have achieved healthy pregnancy, um, when you're pregnant, then during the different trimesters, is there different supplements that you would recommend uh, for women to be taking? Yeah, so with um, when trying to conceive, so obviously you're a really good quality uh, prenatal. So, um, the ones that we stock are the Nutri Advanced Pregnancy Multi and then the full range of Proceive. So they're both terrific options. They both have folate, so folic acid in the form of folate, which is the most absorbable form for the body to use. So that would be always your first port of call. And then there are kind of a few differences in terms of like each person. So generally speaking, if you are a couple who is over 35, I would also go in with a CoQ10 supplement. So very, very good in supporting and um, it essentially works in the mitochondria. So it gives the cells energy. So very good in terms of egg health and sperm health. So which we know those markers decline with age. So for couples over 35, the CoQ10 can be really, really helpful. Also, if you're undergoing IVF, um, the CoQ10 can also be fantastic. Um, and then aside from that, generally speaking, an omega-3. So your, your prenatal and an omega-3. Um, they're your kind of core ones. Sometimes I will also recommend some extra vitamin D based on what we were chatting about earlier. Yeah. The, the quantities in the prenatals are, they're good, but they're you might just need a little bit more based on your own personal needs and the fact that it's so helpful during the yeah. fertility. Um, we have seen in a lot of research the benefits of vitamin D. So they're the kind of ones there. And then 
in terms of when you then move into pregnancy, you generally don't have to change a huge amount. Yeah. Um, you keep going with your your prenatal um proceed you have, you know, a T1, T2, T3. So I kind of follow that sequence if you're using that product. Um, the only change in terms of an amiga I would make is you can do it for the entire time, but I would say if you swap the prenatal or sorry, the omega-3 to a, one that's high in DHA. So yeah. prenatal focused um, yeah. omega when you get to T2 because the DHA is particularly important for the f- development of the eyes and brain in the fetus. So okay. they're the kind of changes. But other than that, generally speaking, I don't think there's huge amount else. Like some women find that their sleep isn't fantastic. You know, naturally they're a little yeah. bit more uncomfortable. So I'd recommend like a magnesium glycinate um, supplement. Yeah. Um, but generally speaking, they're the kind of cover cover yeah. your primary requirements. And don't forget your partner as well. So like the male also needs a prenatal, not prenatal, yeah. but like a, a preconception. I don't, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Um, especially obviously before conception. So you have um you have the ability to to impact the sperm health, you know, two, three months before uh, conception. So you obviously yeah. want to give yourself the best chance. And if they're not eating oily fish definitely go in with the omega-3 and the CoQ10 if they're over 35. Yeah, that's super. With a prenatal multivitamin, um, you mentioned folate is in there. I'm presuming there'd be a vitamin D in there. Um, what other essential ingredients are you looking at? Like your zinc, your all your B vitamins. You wouldn't want too much vitamin A, I'm presuming. Um, yeah. So the some prenatals won't contain any vitamin a um and that's off the back of research that it's actually very outdated research that was done Uh, you probably are familiar with it um it was essentially somebody um, done on this somebody who was eating a lot of liver and so obviously liver has a huge amount of vitamin a yeah yeah and because vitamin a is a fat soluble vitamin it can be retained in the body and when levels are too high it's not good for the fetus but a lot that can be said for a huge amount of nutrients as well but so for that reason there's kind of vitamin a has kind of been demonized in preconception and pregnancy and like even to the extent of like topical vitamin a's but i do know that you can use a lot of products that have vitamin a like i think i'm pretty sure the entire environ skincare range with the exception of one product is pregnancy safe and they use a lot of vitamin a so that will show you that the the research is kind of changing yeah yeah but the i'm actually not sure about proceive off the top of my head but i know that the nutri advanced prenatal supplement has vitamin a in it at very um comfortable amounts do you know like not too high but yeah. it is a question I get frequently from clients like oh there's vitamin a in this I shouldn't be taking it so you kind of do need to say no we still need vitamin a like it's still a very important fat soluble vitamin thyroid isn't it really supports your thyroid function exactly and important for healthy pregnancy then exactly so your thyroid is so important um in especially in t1 because the fetus yeah. doesn't have its own thyroid gland so it relies on the thyroid hormones from the, the mother um yeah that's something that I would definitely check before you're you you go yeah I feel it's probably hard to nearly get toxic levels or really high levels of vitamin a like you said like it was probably a huge amount of 
liver like unless you're eating a, lo- a load of that which most people <laughs> don't like um and then you know you get it into like dairy products but again like I mean, not that high amounts either you know you yeah. need to a lot of it as well and then you're getting it in your your plant-based foods and beta carotene form but like it's probably not being co- converted the to conversion yeah either so um yeah I do I do think it's probably um yeah, obviously you want to be safe but like it's just something to, to be aware of but at the same time you do need to be getting your vitamin a in to support your thyroid function and which helps with your progesterone levels and all of that like which is really important absolutely um okay super so we've covered like kind of big areas there we kind of touched on hormones like magnesium and inositol are kind of two i recommend anyway across the board yes. for anyone who has like period pain but well, well not inositol pcos and inositol are kind of like put together mm-hmm. and then i add magnesium into that as well but magnesium then for just like pms painful periods sleep anxiety all of that like it's kind of that mineral um mineral mineral miracle mineral that I love like I just I really recommend that across the board yeah Um, I think yeah I think if I was to pick one yeah supplement aside from your vitamin d like it's you'll have to claw it from my cold dead hand it's so (laughs) so needed (laughs) I I um magnesium glycinate probably the best form isn't it really yeah like citrate's not too bad either um but I just think um that's the most absorbable less you know there's no irritation in the gut or anything like that with it so it is a really nice um friendly one I guess and um, you get a lot of benefits from um, okay. and it's a lot of anti-anxiety properties which is great it boosts your progesterone levels too so that's why it's great for periods and um, so yeah across the board I think it's it's a nice one if you've got any sort of hormonal issues and um, that you want kind of a bit more support with yeah absolutely it's it's definitely one that's it pretty much everyone can benefit from magnesium may not it might not need to be every single day but at some yeah. point so be it sleep uh like men or women and um, anxiety just it's it's known as nature's tranquilizer it's just really really soothing um and then you touched on the kind of magnesium citrate that can be really helpful if you suffer with like constipation so it really can kind of get things flowing um that and vitamin c is also quite good for that and with the magnesium in terms of hormonal kind of challenges adding in things like you know b6 and yes. um your l-theanine then can be anti-anxiety so the likes of ca- the cami's product which is hands down our bestseller like absolutely just so good for sleep anxiety pms yeah. it's just one of those like holy right like i'll take it in my luteal phase because yeah. it just wards off any sort of pms and just makes you just feel that little bit better um and magnesium is a nutrient that is depleted by stress and the amount we actually can get from food has definitely depleted over years because the soil quality just is not what it used to be so yeah we're not getting the same levels of it from food and that's something I was going to ask you like because I suppose our need for these nutrients have increased from you know other sources aside from food and why is that and that is something I just want to see is like did you think that as well like the soil levels are just like more depleted because there's more fertilizer and other you know things being added I don't fully know it myself but like stuff that is just depleting the quality of the soil our food grows in soil it's not absorbing the same level of nutrients therefore we're not getting the same level of nutrients so um, and having a a hit for us basically Exactly. And it's it's also just down to the like kind of hyper commercialism in that we're over um harvesting the soil. So the soil is just depleted because it's not getting a break to replenish, get all of its nutrients to re- be replenished. And of course, 
from an agricultural perspective, they go in with, you know, nutrients to feed the soil, but it's still not the same. It's not yeah. given the, the, the same amount of time. And I suppose then the other side of it is that none of us have a perfect diet. Like it's, it's, it's not impossible, but it is very tricky to get all of what you need in the exact amount of quality, quantity uh, and quality. So that's, I think where your kind of supplements and why your supplements have a role. Um, And then it's not just about like throwing everything. Like we chat about it as we like mentioned earlier, it's not about just throwing, you know, everything at it. It's about taking a very targeted approach in that, you might not be getting a lot of magnesium because you don't eat, you know, um, nuts and seeds and you don't eat leafy green vegetables. So for you, that might be a requirement. But for somebody else who is getting that and isn't getting all of these hormonal symptoms and migraines, then they might not need magnesium. You know, so it's very individual basis. And then different parts of the world will have better quality. Like our dairy and our meat is very good quality. It's we don't use antibiotics. It's all grass fed. We're very, very lucky. So we're getting really nutrient dense food yeah. from those sources. But then there are other places. So like, obviously, we don't live in a hot country. Well, you do at the moment, MJ, but you yeah. usually don't <laughs> um, in Ireland. So we have to import all of our like fruit tropical nice. vegetables yeah. and fruits and things like that. And that can obviously they're in transit for longer that can impact the nutrient levels so that's why it's always good to eat in season so you know coming into the winter now we have like the brassica vegetables so your broccoli your cabbage all of those are yeah. really going to be very nutrient dense this time of year and yeah. um, just eating in season can be one way to make sure you're getting a lot of the great nutrients from the food that's a really good bit of advice there because um it's not something people wouldn't really think about that often and um, you know you go into a supermarket you can get whatever you want now due to like just the way the world is like the yeah. herb transportation and um techno- technology which is obviously amazing and um, you know you're, you're less likely to go hungry which is obviously one of the really good mm-hmm. benefits of that uh, but then the other aspect of it is maybe they're not as good quality or um you know like they've lost some nutrients in transit etc things like that so in season is something I'd recommend as well and um like usually you'd have them like you know in the more obvious part of the supermarket they probably are cheaper as well when they're in season too on sale yeah yeah, usually there's some like kind of offers on them and and that's yeah so good for your good in terms of value for money and also good for the environment in terms of you're not we're not yeah. flying they're not having flown halfway across the world to get you your you know dragon fruit <laughs> like it's and avocados and all that yeah. and why we do promote them like you know there's a huge amount of work goes into making um like the amount of water that's used in the growth of avocados for example yeah. is massive so you know it's um anyway that's another topic really yeah. on <laughs> but um, another thing not to forget is the the negative effects that stress has on, on depleting your nutrient status so whenever there's any level of stress in the body you're basically using up your stores of nutrients to help cope with that, like your B vitamins, your magnesium, um, you know, your vitamin C and things that all of that gets used up. So that's another reason why we probably have higher stress levels due to less time outdoors, more time sitting inside, more, well, nowadays, financial worries for so many people. Um, And just like, the way our world is it's just different than it was you know there was definitely stressors back then but there was probably maybe a little bit more of a 
healthier lifestyle to go alongside that there's less technology less time spent on screens a better sleep probably because less screen time in the in your life and um, more time outdoors more connection with family because you're not on screen so much and all that kind of thing plays a part I think whereas yeah. now we are just in a different era of like just stress focus I feel it's just everywhere like it's very hard to and um, get away from some form of stress on your body or your mind or your life really yeah yeah, no, we're, we're, we're living in a very go-go society. And like, if you, all you have to do is, unfortunately, look at, you know, depression and anxiety rates, like they're absolutely through the roof. So people are really struggling with, you know, their forms of stress. So, yeah. um, yeah, you're, you'll also find that, you know, obviously as you move seasons, that's kind of another form of stress on the body. So like, that's where your, your vitamin C and, and things like that come in. Um, so yeah, it's just overall kind of depleting the body. So you're just trying to give yourself the boost that yeah. it need, your body needs. Yeah, yeah. So like, I guess sometimes people ask, like, why do we need supplements? It's in our food. But that's just an answer that I would give. Number one is our nutrient levels in our soil and uh, different ways of um, growing our food is different the way it used to be. And number two, then, is our uh, unique stressors now that completely negate our nutrient levels as well. Mm-hmm. So there's other different reasons um, that we might need that extra bit of support and top up that we might just get from our food nowadays. And it's just yeah. something to be aware of. So I think we've covered a good bit there to kind of give people a good insight into supplements. Um, it's not something, to, I guess, to be taken lightly, really, like going just into a shop and buying them off the bat. Um, getting a recommendation from someone like yourself, like if you don't want a nutrition plan, if you don't want to work with a nutritionist, it's great to have that option to just kind of book in for a little mini um you know personalized supplement plan I think it's a really really good idea um, and should help people um and now is a great time to do it when like you need your vitamin d um, and other levels during winter to kind of boost your immune system boost your digestion keep yourself from being sick over winter so it's a really good time of year to kind of get that extra bit of support as well I think um so Jenny thank you so much for coming on and I guess given like if you want to like let people know where they can um check you out get your information and if they want to um get some supplements from you where to go yeah so we are your wellness collective.ie and yeah on all the usual socials so instagram your wellness collective the same for tiktok we are slowly but surely getting up on tiktok as is the rest of the world but um yeah we would absolutely love to see you come hang out with us we've just started our uh, we had our first event last weekend and it went really really well so we did that in collaboration with Lululemon so we have plans to do lots more of that and just for it to be, really be um a full wellness platform you know bringing together very like-minded people and yeah we're really looking forward to that so it's been an absolute pleasure chatting today thank you for having yeah. me MJ thank you it's a really good insight for conversation on supplements and um, what I'll do is I leave the link to your website and I also have code MJ Nutrition 10 if anyone would like to um head over use that code get 10% off the supplements as well so that's just something um to offer you guys as well but uh thank you all for listening and I hope you enjoyed this episode and I'll be back next week with another episode if you enjoyed just do leave a rating and a review it's really appreciated and um, it helps more people listen and hear the podcast thanks again and uh, thanks again Jenny for popping on thank you MJ